hello and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Keep Going Cat. This episode is a product of some overwhelming feedback and massive amounts of questions that I got recently about going alcohol free and deciding to stop drinking alcohol. Right now it has been 38 days. It is March 9th. I am not planning on going back to drinking alcohol, which is really crazy to say. Like if I could time travel to myself even six months to a year ago, I'd be like, there's no freaking way. Um, and still to this day, I'm very proud of myself and every day is just an affirmation as to why I made this decision. So whether you are going to continue drinking alcohol or you're considering, you know, going alcohol free or sobriety in some fashion, this could be an episode that you could learn something from and I am excited to share with you my journey so far. The decision to go alcohol free is not something that I took lightly and is definitely something that I wrestled with over the course of several years. But there had been a few things that I learned recently that just changed my mindset around alcohol and made it's just so clear and obvious to me that this was a decision that I had to make. One being, I am an avid listener of the Huberman Lab podcast. I absolutely love Andrew Huberman. He's a neuroscientist and professor at Stanford School of Medicine. And if you are a geek about biohacking and want to improve your health overall, his content is just ear candy. But he did a podcast about the effects of alcohol on our brain and Chronic consumption is the equivalent of the average of one to two drinks per night. And that might blow your mind a little bit. So if you literally drink one glass of wine per night, seven days per week, that's considered chronic consumption. However, if you don't drink all week long and you still consume seven drinks over the course of the weekend, that's still considered chronic consumption. And the reason I'm telling you this is that even that, so seven glasses of wine per week or one or two drinks per night can cause degeneration of your brain. And that can cause thinning of the neocortex and other brain regions. So even low to moderate consumption can cause brain damages, but it also comes with a host of other negative effects. So after I listened to his podcast about the effects of alcohol on your brain, I made the decision that I wanted to take a break from alcohol. So that's initially how this started was I'm going to take a break from alcohol and just see how I feel as a result. I also had been experiencing some really annoying gut issues where I was just waking up super bloated every single day and I'm like, well, drinking beer every day is definitely not helping. So I decided I'm just going to cut out alcohol and see if that makes a big difference. Immediately I started to notice the change in my energy and my sleep. Like I was just sleeping so much better without drinking alcohol. And then on top of that, I started to notice just how I was operating in the, my day-to-day. -day. So I wasn't waking up with a slight headache and hangover, dragging ass into the morning. It was just a lot easier to get up and out of bed. I was noticing my performance like during workouts was improving. So yes, little things. Like I was just noticing that I was feeling so much better. But then I also started to notice how much I was craving the feeling of getting buzzed or like why I wanted a drink. So that was something that was really important to me was I wanted to assess 
how do I feel not drinking and when do I get the urge to drink and why? And when I started to notice that it was because I needed to unwind or I was feeling stressed at the end of the day and I just wanted to relax. And that to me is not a healthy way to cope. Like it wasn't doing that for me. It wasn't serving me. And if you actually listen to the Huberman Lab podcast, he talks about that of how initially you get that slight feeling of euphoria, but then after that, that feeling goes away and it doesn't happen again, but you get the craving to get more and more and more by having another drink, but that feeling of euphoria just never comes back again. So as I started to notice that I was feeling stressed out or my kids were being crazy and it made me want to have a drink, the less I wanted to because the, maybe the gift that I have is willpower and wanting to do what's best for my health. So once I learned the facts that this is something that is damaging my brain, this is something that is contributing to other you know, negative parts of my life, whether it be the development of depression or anxiety or those feelings of anxiousness, I the phrase anxiety is something that I really related to. So if I had too many drinks the next day, just feeling super anxious is a crappy feeling. And it made me not show up as the mom that I wanted to be for my kids. And all of those facts, as I started to go through the process of being alcohol-free and the days passed, and I started to realize how I was using alcohol and maybe abusing alcohol, definitely abusing alcohol, it was so clear that this was something that just had to be cut out of my life. Some of the positive things that I have seen from going alcohol-free, one, my skin has never looked better. And I know my skincare girlies are going to be motivated by that, but I'm telling you, my skin looks so hydrated and like bouncy. And I, I, that was something that I noticed within a week or two of cutting out alcohol. The other thing that I mentioned before is my sleep. I am sleeping so much better where instead of just like, you know, having a few drinks and you're getting that like feeling of going to sleep, but you're just like passing out, you're actually getting deep REM sleep. So when you're consuming even one to two drinks, that is disrupting your REM sleep. So alcohol consumption reduces the amount of time that you're spent in REM. So rapid eye movement, that stage of sleep that occurs that is super important for like emotional regulation and your memory, that is reduced when you're consuming alcohol. It also increases nighttime awakenings, so it can make you feel more wakeful and you may not even remember waking up, but you are. this is still affecting your quality of sleep and it also can cause sleep apnea and snoring, so that is also increasing your risk of a lot of other health problems. So. Alcohol might help you fall asleep faster, but it's ultimately leading to a poorer quality of sleep and that can lead to you feeling more groggy and tired. And I know when I'm groggy and tired, I'm less likely to want to get up and do my workout or feel like I'm springing out of bed to get my kids ready for school. So a huge benefit that I've noticed is just how present that I feel. So in times where I would be consuming alcohol and that would be the focus of the situation of like, oh, let's go and sit down and have a drink. It's like, that's not where my focus is. And I'm in the morning when the kids are up for school and ready to go at 6 a.m., I'm not feeling like I'm slugging and dragging ass out of bed. The other thing is 
it saves you so much money. Like when we go out to dinner now, like going out to dinner, especially in LA County, Southern California area, an alcoholic beverage is anywhere between like seven at the cheapest to like $18. So if you're having a couple of drinks every time you go out to dinner, it is adding to our our alcohol bill or our overall menu and just what I'm not spending on buying alcohol at the grocery store. It's definitely, you know, increased the amount of money that we're saving. The decision to go alcohol free is obviously very personal. And if it's something that you're considering, I, I truly believe that we know ourselves better than anyone else. We know our bullshit. And if you know your bullshit, you are so powerful. Like you are unstoppable at that point. If you know the things that are holding you back and you know the things that you need to change in order to move yourself forward, you are unstoppable. It's the unwillingness to look at yourself objectively. And so when I would look at myself objectively and go, what are the habits that are holding you back? To me, my alcohol consumption was definitely it. And so if it was one or two drinks on a casual night, but then on the weekends it was, you know, four or five over the course of a day, it's too many. And it wasn't serving me and I wasn't feeling good. I was tired of waking up feeling sick and I was tired of feeling like, oh crap, what did I say? Or was I an asshole to my husband? And I'm willing to admit those things because I think that if I can move forward and go, I'm not going to go back to that place, then this incredible change can happen. And I've seen it in all aspects of my life. So now 30 days in to being alcohol free, I can definitely say it is improving my life in every category. I was worried that I like wouldn't feel like myself or like I wouldn't be like able to unwind or relax and I feel like now I am actually able to manage my own feelings a lot better because instead of just numbing them out I am facing how I'm feeling and I'm working through those feelings instead of just getting buzzed and shying away from them. share a lot online and the reason why I waited to be 38 days in was honestly I wasn't sure if I could do it one two I was afraid of admitting hey this is something that yeah it's like oh I have a problem and I think there's this this stigma around going alcohol free or sobriety but for me deciding to do it the way that felt good to me and not work a program or be working the 12 steps, anything like that, but just having all of the data in front of me and like this clear like pros and cons. Like if I were to put down a pro and con list of alcohol, for me there were so many cons and so many ways that it was taking away from my life that the decision to cut it out was just this gift to myself. And as someone who preaches balance, I was nervous to share that this was something that I decided to take away, but what is supposed to be balanced for me was not. And it wasn't a balanced thing for me. It was something that was no longer in that balanced category. And now that it's not no longer a part of my life, I'm able to feel so much more balanced in every other way of my life. I'm the lack of anxiety, all of the things. I feel like I could like 
scream from the rooftops all of the benefits that I've seen from removing alcohol from my life. episode of Keep Going Cat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave me a five-star rating on whatever platform you are listening to. Make sure you are following the podcast, whether it be on Spotify or on Apple, so you never miss an episode. Sometimes when you follow, it opens up and you'll see more episodes from me. If there is something that you would like to tell me, there is a link that you can use in the show notes to leave me a voice note. So if you've had amazing experience with one of my programs, I've had women who have made massive transformations. So if you are listening in, please leave me a voice note. Um, I would love to feature you on the next episode of Keep Going Cat. I hope you have a beautiful day. Drink lots of water. I love you all. Bye.